You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we're good to go, so we go when we do a podcast on this Thursday morning. Albert, what um, Tuesday morning? Sorry, Albert, yeah. what's up? Man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, we're very uh, just, I think, two weeks away. I think from our Memorial Day week and a half. summer kickoff party, week and a half. Okay, yeah. I'm seeing. Uh, you know, I get to print out the promos that Boomer and Geo read. Yeah. And so they're the same promos that all the shows read. Sure. I'm a little concerned, Jerry. It says uh, from 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. Right. But it says with Boomer and Geo, they completely leave, leave us out. They go Boomer and Boomer and Geo to Tiki and Tierney to Carton and Roberts. They say it starts at five, hmm. but they don't have our names in the promo, Jerry. So I reached out to uh, Jess, who uh, works in uh, promotion. Maybe we just don't here. do it that day. I said I just double checking. I was trying to well, say without passive aggressive. I said just checking. Uh, are people able to watch the warm up show if they come to DJs? Right. She goes, yes. Starts at five. I said, oh, okay. That's not going to get anything changed. No. <laughs> so, um, but in some ways, I also like it. It seems like, you know, we're under the radar, Jerry. You know what I mean? We're, we're a cool. You want to be on the radar, let's be honest. But it was like, almost like. Insulting? When, when, no. Well, in some ways, insulting. But in other ways, I like it in that, like, when I watched, first started watching David Letterman yeah. all those years ago, I felt like I was the only one watching it. And that was part of the charm. Like, you felt like no one else was watching this. It was on so late. Yeah, sure. It didn't seem like a real show. So you want the idea that no one's listening to us? Yeah, I like the idea of like, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're a part of a special club. Okay. And it's like when you love a band, Jerry, and then they sell out and have a big hit. And they don't love you back. Yeah, and then you feel like, oh, everyone knows them now? <laughs> it's not cool. So we're still the cool under the radar radio show. I suppose. I just don't know how cool you can be if the masses don't like you. Well, they like us, Jerry. Are we going to be sold out at 5 o'clock? For real? Or are we going to have like a smattering of people? Well, well, it, it will not be sold out by 5 o'clock, oh. I don't think. Okay. But we'll have a smattering of people. Do we know if we're inside or outside? I don't know. I'm going to say we're going to be inside. Yeah, me But too. they're wide open. Like the front yeah. of the uh, the place is open. Okay. Well, so you'll so feel the air, Jerry. Believe me. I'll have the ocean breeze and hopefully not yeah. the rain blowing in. <laughs> uh, hopefully not the rain, yes. Better not be. I got to go. We have a baseball tournament that weekend. You don't get your money back if it rains. I hope it's uh, – we deserve from the terrible winter we've had here, Jerry. Yeah. We deserve a Memorial Day kickoff Friday. For the record, Al. To be terrific. Yeah. You know how many times we've said that? How many times? Often. Often. Yeah. I wanted to get your take on something, Jerry, something that uh, happened to me yesterday in Bradley Beach. I did not call the cops, so no worries. All right. That's a good move on and your then, part. Uh, and then break this into a, a a larger topic. Okay. So this happened last year as well. There are birds in Bradley Beach and in other parts of New Jersey and right. probably Long Island as well called mockingbirds. You've heard mockingbirds. Sure. Mockingbird. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So mockingbirds will dive bomb at you and your dog. Okay. This is what they do. Right. And they're cowards in that they will dive bomb. At, they they look to make sure you're not making eye contact with them. Right. And then they'll do it. So if you see a mockingbird dive bombing on you, you can give them eye contact and they'll, they'll most likely stay away. But if your dog turns the other way, they will dive bomb your dog. Okay. And this has been happening the last two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mockingbirds are dive bombing whimsy. Right. So I went on the uh, 
Facebook group, the Bradley Beach Facebook group, just to warn people, hey, you're walking dogs. The north end of Ocean Avenue, There's the, the mockingbirds are back dive bombing. It was just a warning. And I said, hey, I have a, I used a squirt bottle. I'll squirt them. You know, it chases them away. And, and then it becomes sort of a game for me that... You're playing Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing the real-life version of Angry Birds. Yeah. But I don't like having to carry a water bottle because now yeah. my hands are full. But I got an interesting reaction from people saying, these birds are protecting the nest, go the other way. But they're not. They will seek you out, right. and they cover a, like a two-block radius. If they see the dog within two blocks of where they are, they'll they'll come for us. So then some guy was on there. He's like, Al Dukes thinks he's so entitled that he can attack our birds by squirting them with a water bottle that are dive-bombing my dog. You could literally just go on there and say, hey, guys, 63 and sunny today. Have a great day. Yeah. You're and right. Someone is going to tell you, hey, jackass, it's 66 degrees and there's a few clouds in the sky. Right. Go away. Yeah. It's really incredible. <laughs> I don't know why you waste your time. But it got, because I was trying F to do everybody. the right, I was trying to do, right. I was trying to do the right thing by saying, hey, if you walk dogs, just be on the lookout. Because sometimes they'll dive bomb you, hit sure. you and take off. Sure. And you're like, what just hit me? Yeah. It's amazing. And they dive bomb my dog's butt. Like her buttocks. I don't know if they're trying to get to the hole or they're just trying to, <laughs> or they're just trying to like trying annoy to get her. in. <coughs> that is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, that sucks. But it got me thinking because initially I was like, I didn't realize. So people told me that these birds are endangered species. Okay. Well, you're not shooting them exactly. My God. But the bigger, the larger question I want to bring to you here, Jerry, is when is it okay to beat up an animal? When it's attacking you or Correct. your or your animal. Correct. And it's like self-defense. Right. That's when. Right. Somebody said to me, you know, those are endangered birds. You know what I wrote back to the guy, Jerry, for all to see? Maybe if they weren't attacking things much larger than them, they wouldn't be endangered. <laughs> yes. You're right. I feel like I have the right. I'm not going to do this. But I have the right when this... Mockingbird dives at me or my dog. If I have a tennis racket to swat away, <laughs> and I'd send that thing right into next week. Uh, well, you would send it into its next life if there is right. such a thing. <laughs> but I'm not going you. to do Are that. Are you walking around with a tennis racket? No, but I thought about it. That's tremendous. But <laughs> I know it's endangered now that people told me. Sure, you but, could use it for deflection. But at, right at what point? Can we fight animals? I don't. I think when you're under attack. Right. Now, that's what I think. We're humans. We should have a brain more capable. Right. Not. You're not shooting them out of the sky. You're talking right. about if they come, if they're coming at you. Now, is it fair that I am a much larger physical specimen than the than the uh, mockingbird? No, I think if they're attacking you. Yeah. Like, let's put it this way: if a bird is in route towards you and gets close enough that you can hit it with a racket. Yes. It's a little too close and in your space. Right. Are you That's, supposed to wait till it, you know, basically dive bombs your eyeball out? Right. This is the way I feel, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I, I get the whole endangered and I'm with you enough. It's enough. Yes. Stay it out is of enough. our space. We'll stay out of your space. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it okay? The other things we have running around the foxes. Now, foxes, they say, are harmless. When did this become a big thing with these foxes? They're all over the place, apparently. I don't know. Now, I've never had a problem with foxes. I see foxes. They see me. They look. They look at the dog. They're interested. But they stay away. They go running. They do. They wait till you get closer as I'm walking the dog, and it'll take off. And sometimes they're even playful with dogs. Really? Where they'll, they'll you know how, like, a dog will play with another dog by, yeah. like, crouching down and... Moving from side sure. to side. Some of them will do this, and they, they're funny. They either laugh at them. Somebody posted a picture of a fox standing on top of their car, which I thought oh, was really? hilarious. That is funny. <clears throat> so I'm not, but if a fox came at me, I can defend myself. I would certainly hope so. I'm not going to go out of my way to attack a fox. But like, you have raccoons in your area. Yeah. If you go out to get your, gar to get your garbage cans back and a raccoon comes at you. I'm kicking the crap out of it. <laughs> Exactly. You think I'm going to stand there and let it eat my leg? Right. 
I mean, please, those things got nails. Get out yes. of here. They carry rabies, so there are yeah. times when we can fight animals. To. I don't. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Let's have Thank some you. Common sense. Yes. We're not. We're not on the. We're not on the attack. We're not starting fights, but we'll end them. I would say no reason to say otherwise. Now, I don't like shooting a deer that's just in oh, the that's woods. That's terrible. I, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't care for that. But an animal that atta- is attacking me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to defend my space. Yep. I'm with I am and with my you dog 100%. Space. Yep. I don't blame you. So I will squirt bottle you first. And if that doesn't work, tennis racket. You see me just walking around town with a tennis racket. Put some white shorts on. <laughs> Polo shirt. <laughs> Headband. <laughs> Walking my dog dressed as like it Jimmy looks, Connors from the 70s. Andre Agassi. <laughs> yeah. Right. With the bald head. Yes. That'd be funny. Yeah. So that's just a warning. I'm glad you're backing me up on this, Jerry. I am. 100% I am on that. Because yeah. that otherwise, stupidity otherwise. Yeah. I don't like to, I, I would not attack an animal. That did not attack me first. Right. Of course not. You're not a killer. Did I tell you about the other day I was a hero with the Dobermans? Oh, a hero again. Uh-uh. I didn't tell you this. No. Either you were out or I was out the week that I saw. It was one of the nice weekends. Okay. And, might, have been uh, less, might have been last Monday when I was out. Um, Maybe you didn't tell us. A couple us. weeks ago, oh, I think. okay. Maybe I was out. Maybe it was the four days I was out. Could be. Where I took off. Oh, and yeah, I, for I your concert. Think. Yeah. And the concert that got came, boy, you're still coughing. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I'm still coughing. But I saw, Jerry, there was three regular-sized Dobermans and a puppy Doberman mm-hmm. walking on <clears throat> on the Asbury Park boardwalk. Okay. The people who were walking the Dobermans didn't seem to have full control of them or this idea that they... That freaks me out. Yeah, that they... The dogs weren't being aggressive, but they were, they were tangled up with each other and this puppy mm-hmm. and... It just looked like there was a lot going on. There were a lot of people on the boardwalk. So I stayed away. But later on, the people with this, these Dobermans had parked in Bradley Beach. Okay. And had walked down. So I saw them back, and I was, like, I was like, oh, those are those people with the Dobermans. And I was walking whimsy, and I heard the Doberman puppy cry really bad, like a blood-curdling scream. Right. And a continuous cry. Like, ah, 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 ah. I look over, the man is holding the Doberman puppy and he's screaming at his wife or girlfriend who I guess was supposed to be controlling the other dogs right? that attacked this puppy. Okay. And he seemed very upset. The dog is very upset. Right. I look over, the dog is bleeding. Mm. So the hero that I am, Jerry, I walked over, I said... Do you need some assistance? I live nearby. I have a, I said, I have a dog first aid kit. Oh my God. What they the said, hell is in a dog first aid kit? They said, yes, we would, we would like to, we would like your help, sir. You didn't answer the question. Yes. I'd love to know what's in the dog first aid uh, kit. There's some sort of dog, like a spray to put on a dog's wounds. Okay. And uh, bandages, wraps. Okay. So I ran and uh, and got the uh, dog like a hero that I am, Jerry. I put my dog in that home. I ran back out. They were so appreciative, Jerry. They gave you one dollar. No, no, I was not looking. They didn't offer me any money, but I wasn't looking for money. I was doing it for the safety of recognition the, for recognition <laughs> and the safety of the the puppy. Right. While the puppy was bleeding profusely, I had a cut on its paw. Well, it. It turned out it was just a small cut on its nose. Right. But does one of those areas that bleeds a lot. But once all the blood was cleaned up, it was really a small cut. But, um, yeah, I just felt like, look at me, the the hero. I saved Tom from dying. You did. That's the best one. You saved the guy in the newsroom, Jerry, who was choking. And you were the only two out there. Years ago, whatever, I'm joking. It was not years ago. It was two years ago, wasn't it? Oh, it was? I thought uh, it was ra- relatively... Uh, maybe last year. Because I won the Pulse of the People Award last year. Yeah, I think it maybe was last year. year. You won the Pulse of the People last year? I forgot about that. Are you nominated defending this year? Defending champion. Well, how could I not be? I should, I'm the defending champion. That's Even if true. I get no votes, I have to be at least, you at have least to be on, on the there. list. That's true. How, you got to defend your championship. That That is true. What have I done not to be on the list? Right. 
Right. It's not like you've gone against. No. So not I just, at all. but I wanted to show that I'm not looking to fight animals. I'm looking to help them. I know you are. I'm just saying, if an animal attacks, you we attack do have back. a right to defend ourselves. Yeah, I'm. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, even if it's a small bird. Yeah. You if moron. it's a small possum. <laughs> What if that bird... That's a great point now, Jerry. We're talking about this mockingbird. Sure. What if that bird was someone? Yeah. What if that mockingbird who is dive-bombing us... Was it the girl is, that you uh, proposed to a couple of times? She passed away early? She's or? still alive, she's Jerry. She's still alive. Okay. <laughs> she's doing well. What if it's like my grandfather who's just having fun with me and my dog dive-bombing us? Listen. I, I, it's possible. I don't, I don't believe it to be. Right. But I... If you want to think it is, go for it. And that's what I'm going to say. If I end up having to fight this this mockingbird and people Just yell at me. your grandfather. You were in a fight with him. <laughs> I'd say it's a bird, you moron. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Oh, it's that just would the be bird. Great. That is tremendous. Yeah. So, really, life really is about what spin and perspective you put on it. <laughs> like, you can make yourself believe anything. Yes. You can believe in ghosts and aliens and, and reincarnation. You can believe that other animals are people. And like Kyrie Irving said yesterday in the, the video I watched, that you don't die, you transition. I, okay. Whatever. You believe what you want to believe and live your life. That's great. Right. If that gets you through the day, there's a reason why most people find God in the latter stages of their life. Or when they do something bad. That too. Because they're looking for help. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for approval. They're looking for, you know, someone to tell them it's going to be okay. And when you get older and you see the end, I, it's sad to say, but when you get older and you see the end, your quote-unquote faith or hope, I think hope is a better word, starts to shine through that, my God, if there's not something else, then this is it. Right. And I think people go knee-deep into it. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. If that gets you through the day and gives you a good perspective, great. Go for it. I might be the same way if I live to 65 or 70 or 80. 65? Of course you're going to live to 65, oh, Jerry. You don't, know, you don't know that. You don't, we know, don't that. know that. I don't know if I'll be alive tomorrow. Right. So, but I think, the, I mean, the chances of that happening are slim. But when you get into your 60s, those chances increase. That's why life insurance, as you get older and older, becomes ridiculously expensive. Because at some point, you're dead. Right. And the older you get, the more likely you be dead. Right. So, you know, it's what it, it's, that's why you need life insurance at this stage of your life. Because if something does happen, you're probably screwed financially and you don't right. want to leave your family in shambles. So then if you do pass soon, do not become back as a bird and dive bomb me. <laughs> I'm going to come back as the Doberman and eat your leg. <laughs> Ooh, full There's no on Doberman. On thing. It's all bone. <laughs> Dogs love bones, Jerry. I know they do. You could just eat my leg. I know, I know. You think you get to choose what you come back as for people that believe in that stuff? I don't or think you, you do. you think one day you, you're just reborn as something? You're just reborn as a dog. Well, or then what cash souls that come back as an ant? Right. Like, this is it? This is the second life? Or maybe that's our first lives. Like, maybe we've evolved all the way up to human. Sure. We started as ants. Let's go with that. Come on now. I see. I saw some sort of press release from the company, Odyssey, about about, about a podcast platform or grouping called 2400 sports okay and a guy reached out to me from there said we like to put the alan jerry post game podcast on there did you tell him we don't talk sports on it uh, i have a phone meeting with him later today oh, you I, do. I was gonna let him know that also i told him we want the joe rogan spotify deal <laughs> hope you uh don't plan your day around that phone call <laughs> oh we'll be on your platform I'm sure we Joe will be. Joe Rogan money. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow at 5 a.m. on a Wednesday. And until then, we will uh, tomorrow we'll have two Mets games to discuss, a Yankee game to discuss, and we'll get you ready for Rangers-Hurricanes. Ooh, what a preview. See you. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. 
After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And and again and again. Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she needs Just download and search WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It is a Tuesday for you. We are chock full of sports, sort of, 502. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across from me, as always, the Jersey Shore boy himself. His name is Albert Joseph Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I've decided I would prefer Sal with no callers. Okay. Overnight, yeah. I like some of his callers. They get him going. Some of them, but you know what the problem is? And I know it's impossible to do a show by yourself, number one, with no callers. But the overnight callers, they all call the same time. Yeah, it's always been like that. I know, but. It's like their routine. Yeah, but we're not That's the overnight family, Al. But but they're not, they don't get, we would never hire them because they don't have anything to say. But we give them a platform at the same exact time. Every night. Like, I love Sal. I hate Stewart in Brooklyn or wherever. Stop calling. He likes Stewart. Sal likes him. It just it sucks. <laughs> you don't have to listen. But I want to listen because I like <laughs> Sal. But these callers are driving me to Sal run away. Sal does not want to talk to himself for four right. straight hours. Thus the problem. Hence, no one puts guests on anymore. So what do you want him to do? Have a partner. Overnight? Yes. We're cutting people out left and right. You want an overnight I tandem? Do. I want an overnight partner. You've got no chance. So he doesn't have to talk to Stewart in Brooklyn. You have no chance. And all the other clowns that call at the exact same time every day. Well, good luck with that. Let, yeah. let me know when they find Sal a partner to work between 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. All right. Well, right. I'll get to work on it, Jerry. Okay. Drives me nuts. Maybe you can get someone to work for free with him. Yes. The callers. <laughs> or just pick one of those dopes and have them come in. For yeah, I don't think he wants that either. Hours. Right, good in little small doses. I like when he yells at the callers. I'm all for that because I like yelling at the callers. But I don't know. I just there's certain people they just call like clockwork. Right, and it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, I bet you you find that across most talk radio shows. I agree. You know, not just sports. I think you probably right. have your your uh, regulars that are very uh, routine. Right. But, I mean, Mike and Chris had that too. Right, I guess, but different era. I don't know. Oh, for sure. But I remember I like know. Beningo used to call most days around five o'clock. Yeah. So because but, it was on his ride home from work and it was when he would get in. Right. But what happens is it's like when, when it, the callers then are just calling because it's part of their routine. They don't yeah, have sometimes any, for sure. They don't have anything to say. Yeah. So every time Joe Beningo called in, I'm sure he didn't have a hot take. He probably some days had nothing, but I, felt like I do think he I drove them nuts. 
So I liked having them on. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably tr- very yeah, true. That's so weird. I have yeah. such a terrible relationship with the callers, Jerry. I understand. Jerry, baseball has a, a doubleheader problem, and I don't like it. What's the doubleheader uh, problem? We were calling the Mets game. Well, what was weird about that was, I don't know what you saw, but there were they were predicting this monster storm really bad to where even all the youth practices by in, in our area and a bunch of youth games got canceled when the sun was shining. And I've seen this before, and I, I've always referenced there was a game, I think it was in 1998 or 1999, I forget, because Roger Clemens was starting for the Yankees. I was covering the game for Susan, and I'll never forget we went there, and they, they pulled the tarp on the field when the sun was out for a 7 p.m. game, and it didn't rain, and it didn't rain. And the rain did come at like 9 p.m., maybe 8.45, and I remember thinking, my God, you could have played an hour and a half, had the rain delay, and then come back and finish the game, and it did rain, and they started the game at it was on 10, 10, 15. It was ridiculous. And I was there all night, you know, uh, covering and doing the, the post-game stuff. But it, it was just weird, though, because even I heard, it, like, even Craig and Evan were talking about it. They canceled the game, and the radar was showing nothing to hit City Field between 7 and 8.30. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell. Now, we did get the storm, but, my God, it was brief and it was quick. It yeah, was, and then and then we got to do another double header. They're just they're not double headers are not real baseball. Well, double headers were a part of baseball for decades. Right, every but it, Sunday used to have them. It doesn't feel like real baseball. It feels like I like double headers. It feels like we're required to play this many games, so we're going to do two in one. Well, you're charging day. people for the tickets. I mean, that's a big part of it. You know, if you if you sell tickets to a game, you have to have a game. Right, Otherwise, but we could just—they don't want to give the money back. No, but we could distribute their tickets to another game because it's not like every any game sells out. You could. Could you imagine just being distribute. a distribute ticket broker though and trying to figure that out? What a pay! I always wondered this. So today's a straight double header. What does that mean? Straight double header. It means it's not a day night where you break, empty the park, and then new people okay. come in with the tickets. So your one ticket gets you into it's, two games. I've and I've never had to do this where I had tickets for a game, it got rained out, and then they played the straight double header the next day. Or had the tickets for the next day that became the doubleheader. So I have tickets in section 222, row 5, seats 1 through 4. Who's got those tickets now today? No idea. And if they allow you in, how do they figure who gets those seats and who doesn't? That's got to be a disaster, no? I would think so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, very strange. Right, if you're one of the ushers that brings you down to your seat. Someone's sitting in my seat already. I have these tickets. Right. We both have these tickets. So sit on his lap. Just yeah. <laughs> get to know each other. That'd be funny. Put a face covering on. Sit on each other's laps. And, and whisper, everybody's happy. Whisper sweet nothings into his or her ears. And hope it don't move. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Jerry. So yeah. I don't know. I don't like. It. I don't like it one bit. I just it feels. Well, it, you don't like feels, double headers. So it feels because it feels like inferior baseball. It's not though. Mm. It's not. It's no different than a day night than a um, day game after a night game. It really isn't, because a lot of times the, the you won't get the catcher day game after a night game the same yeah. way you probably won't get the same catcher for two games today. It's got a very similar feel to it. Yeah, I just feel like I feel like both teams kind of half-ass both games, and you don't get a full sports. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that they the guys on the field would say they're half-assing it. I don't know. I don't think so. You got to play eighteen innings. I'd be like, oh, come on, you're standing around. Stop. This I is know, not but, hockey. I know, but we're just we're talking about baseball players here who stub yeah. a toe and we'll see in August. Well, that's true. So I pitchers can't imagine mostly. pitchers they, mostly. I can't imagine they want to be out there for for like if you're already heading. Like, I wonder if you're a player. Do you you hoping the game gets rained out? Because like, oh, I can rest tonight. See, I don't think so. Well, yesterday maybe because they canceled it so early. They actually got a night home with their family. The problem when you cancel most games and you end up with the doubleheader the next day is they're at the park already, and they've probably yes. spent hours there thinking there's going to be a delay. Maybe we'll play. Maybe we won't. By the time you get home, it's 9 o'clock, and you lost your whole day, and you got to turn right back around and come back the next day. I think yesterday, because they had to have canceled this game. My God, I was. they were talking about it at four o'clock, before 4 o'clock that it was canceled. So if the guys weren't there already, and even if they were, turn around and go home at 3.30, you're still home. Think about that for a baseball player. On a work night, they might have been home at 5 o'clock. So I think they probably didn't mind it last night. Yeah. But it'd be like if uh, we said, hey, you know what, Jerry? 
Uh, no Boomerang Geo show today. We'll we'll do an eight-hour show tomorrow. We'd be like, what? We wouldn't give it our all for eight hours. Not quite the same, but I Very understand. Similar. I understand what you're saying. No, Very it's not the same thing, Jerry. They're playing a game. You're talking about talking talking for eight hours. Yet yeah. your mind. No, thank you. Sal talks to himself for five hours. Yes, he does sometimes from that's twelve to got, five. That's why he's got to put on Stewart in Brooklyn. But you're really going after Stewart. Okay, oh, so every time I get here, it's the it's the same you time need to I'm walking down the hall. Disconnect. No, I do, but but now I can't listen to Sal. That was the one guy I like listening to. Well, when you when you hear who you don't like, just turn it off. Mute but it. it's everyone. It's every <laughs> caller. <laughs> I dislike every caller. All right, I don't know of what the to regulars. Tell you. Right. Like, I like a random new caller. Thank you. Thank You're you for welcome. joining us. Nice to hear from you. Or a caller that's a regular that has something to say. Don't call because you feel like you have to call me. Gotcha. I'm not your family. Well, it's the overnight family. Yeah, but we're still using the standard we used when when radio was your only option. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I understand. I just we disagree on this. I don't want to hear the same guy talk for hours and hours and hours. I agree with that as well. And if other guys aren't calling, that's what you're gonna end up with, right? I don't, no, I agree. you know. And then you don't want guests either. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I love a guest, but as long as they actually bring something to the table and they're knowledgeable about what the hell they're talking about. I guess the problem to me with what a guest does, like let's say you're talking about Sal doing a five hour show by himself, yeah. It only fills one segment. You still got... Oh, for sure. So what? Else, where does that really leave you? It doesn't solve a problem. No, but it does, though, because that knocks out... And that's not the right word. But that's it the way fills it's perceived. A need. You're right. Well, no, it, it knocks yes, out a segment. But it's got to be... Infor- There's got to be something to it. It's got to be informative. Like, for instance, Sal right now, I would say, is as deep into the Mets as anybody is. He's working at SNY. He's talking to former Mets almost daily, if not daily. Um, he watches... Every single pitch of every game because he's there every night. I don't need Sal to have a Met guest. His insight to me is as good as anybody when it comes to the Mets. But if Sal wanted to put someone on about the Yankees, and he's watching, but just I'm trying to make a point, that to me should bring new information that he doesn't have. So that to me is all right. I don't need to hear him put a Met guest on unless it's Keith Hernandez or Gary or Ron. I like those guys. I'll say this then, Jerry. Normally, I am anti-guest. I would prefer for a solo show, a guest over the same caller. Yeah, I hear you. Understood. So I'll, I'll the guests have now moved above the terrible callers. There you go. All right, fair enough. Now, Jerry, the Yankees did play a game. Well, they played the Orioles. I mean, All enough. right, the scrub Orioles. There's one thing I did hear Sal with. Enough with this stupid, same, stinking teams 20 times a year. It's God. Yeah. Who wants I, to see the Orioles? I thought with interleague play, we were going to get other teams in the mix. Well, you are, but not as many as you'd like. It just stinks. <laughs> I got to want to watch it. stink. Well, they do. And they're not as bad as they've been. I think they're 14 and 21 or 2 or 3 or whatever. They're well, it's not, early. It is early, but it's not like they're 5 and 28. But they still stink. I, who wants to watch them? Did you see that? And and we don't talk about it because it was the Yankees won no problem they win six two, but that dumb base running by I actually didn't see this. Stanton, so you can tell me. Yeah, he hits a he hits a double right, and they're throwing the ball to the plate, and he's running the third for no re- why, and then the inning's over and the rally's dead and right. instead of being on second, another man in scoring position, and it's just sad. Uh, no big deal. Because the, they're playing the Orioles, right? They're playing the Scrub Orioles, and as it turned out, no big deal, no big deal. Yeah, but it just looked stupid. Like you had no chance; either the ball was going to get cut off and you were a dead duck, right? Or the catcher it was it was not going to be a play at the plate. So it's just dumb base running. Yeah, well, maybe that'll come back and burn them later in the season exactly, when they make Jerry. a stupid mistake against a good team in a big spot in the playoffs. Certainly possible. Playoffs. Playoffs. Say what? Lot, Playoffs. A lot of opposite field home runs this year, I'm seeing. Like even uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Jose Trevino. Yeah, which we got a call later. We got to hear a new Sterling call. Oh, did he give him a thing? I don't know. I didn't hear it yet. I've been, no joke, I've been watching Kyrie Irving, LaShawn McCoy, oh, no. and uh, Brandon Marshall, and Adam Pacman Jones. I am athlete. That's what I've been doing for wow. the last hour and a half. Oh, Boomer's going to love those Kyrie clips. Yeah, I know. I, I know. 
He I have is to a play lightning them, rod to, to Boomer. He is. He's Boomer a, loves a Kyrie take. And I'll tell you the same thing. And then I want to go back to baseball in a second because Toolbag got shelled last night. Hmm. Um, well, we could talk about Kyrie after the break. But Which a very Toolbag deep is this, thing. Jerry? So the, uh, the numbnut that couldn't keep his mouth shut about the no-hitter last week. Noah Syndergaard? Yes. He was in Tampa last night. He didn't even get out of the first inning. Oh, Good. I love it. Get lost. F off. <laughs> yeah. 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 No set against the Rays in Tampa. Goodbye. <laughs> Correct. Two thirds of an inning, four runs, um, only 26 strikes, 42 pitches, and two thirds of an inning. Love it. Get Jerk. lost. <laughs> Jerk. Jerk yes. nozzle. Jerk face. <laughs> That's right. So I saw that. I wanted to make sure I brought that up. So that was the, that to me is the cool baseball stat of the day. Love it. Thor face. Got it shoved in his face. Yeah. How's that for a no-hitter? You even get out of Not first Tampa, day. Texas. It was in Texas. Oh, Texas. Okay. Yes, you said Tampa. It was in Texas against the Rangers. So, oh, I, well. I don't think we got a Jose Trevino, Trevino home run call. Because you, maybe in, not. in the highlight package, they had the uh, Michael K TV call for the home run and then connected the John Sterling after the home run. And, okay. I, and I don't think you got one. Well, before we go to break, let's see. By the way, it might went, be it's long. And he went opposite field. Yeah. You're, you're ready on the yeah. on, on the way to the break. Oh, one is hit in the air down the right field line. A long run for Santander, and it is it is a home run. Wow! He hit one right down the line, and it just got over the high wall near the pole. Well, that is really something. A three-run home run for Trevino. And the Yankees take a 4 nothing lead. Yeah. And for Jose Trevino, his first nothing. home run is a New York Yankee and the smile on his face. What? How do you not have something ready? It was such a weird home run. But does it matter? Yeah. This is what he does. I know, but I think he likes it when it's like, oh, my Lord, it's going to go on it. Oh, come on. He's, oh, man. And so what? He's got nothing for Kiner Falefa ready? I think it was because it was a cheap home run. I think he's not ready. I, I think he would have been ready if he was he excited. He wasn't ready. He didn't want to blow it out of like a non-excited home run call. First of all, the pitch was up and away. I don't care. He wasn't ready. I suppose. If Aaron Judge flicks his wrist and the ball goes out and he doesn't think it's going to go out, he's still going to do, here comes the judge. Yeah, because that's a low key. That's a low key. By the way, that's weird. Whoever does those Apple TV games, uh, baseball. Yeah. That 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 crew nobody likes. Right. Melanie Newman. Yeah. She actually when when Stanton hits a home run, she goes a Stantonian blast. Oh, she does just she really? Steals John Sterling's no uh, call. Yeah. Well, he should trademark that. Make a T-shirt. <laughs> or do that exactly. All right. Quick break. When we come back, some thoughts on Kyrie Irving. Why not? And then a whole bunch of other stuff. Al's hacking up a lung. That's not good. It's 517. We are just getting started on Tuesday on the fan. Don't go away. Oh, yeah. Kiss on a Tuesday morning. Love Kiss back in the day with the makeup and the tongue and all that. So, we were saying uh, before the break, we were talking about the Yankees and Noah Syndergaard stunk last night. So, that's kind of cool. I mentioned Kyrie Irving. And he is a lightning rod. There's no question about it. And I am i was even a little apprehensive to start watching this piece on I Am Athlete. Uh, but I figured, you know what? The Mets didn't play. the. I mean, what is there to say? The Yankees are dominant. There's three highlights to play and a couple of pieces of sound. Then what happens? Um, like an Al Dukes uh, interview back in the day. And then what happened? <laughs> and how did that end? And so I'm like, all right. So Marco Belletti came over. He goes, hey, uh, there's some I Am Athlete clips of Kyrie Irving. I'm like, well, I can't just do clips of that. I'm like, how long was it? It was an hour. So I got to watch the whole thing. So I got through 50 minutes of the hour and eight-minute episode so far. He is a complex individual, a very deep thinker. And they talked about a lot. And this is where I was doing with G last week talking about him. This is where, and even with Boomer the other day, it's where, you know, let me, let me reverse and back up. You know, in the podcast, sometimes you and I will have conversations about life and really what does it mean? Life and death and where do we go and who are we, Jerry? This guy, Kyrie Irving, this is what he thinks about. It, it would appear to me from watching and listening to him, this is his main purpose in life is to make sure the world is spinning properly, people are doing the right thing, and that it's about more than just work and money. It's about family. It's just, he's just a 
deep, deep thinking. We're only here a short time, and then you're dead. I'd love to see you talk to Kyrie about life. I would love to talk to Kyrie Irving about all this stuff. I can't wait for you to play these clips and have Boomer hear it. I I know, because he's going to want to vomit in his mouth. Yeah. Um, Very interesting, too, listening to him. I guess his mom passed away when he was young, but he, he does not refer to it as such. She transitioned to the next life is essentially what he's saying. It's just, I'm telling you. It's, it's a bird, you moron. Moron. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I look forward to these clips. What are we going to hear these uh, during updates today, Jerry? Well, hopefully I'll have them done by 8 o'clock. <laughs> 6.30, I don't know about 6.30. I'll do the best I can right. for 6.30. 7.30 for sure. Okay. I will do the best I can to have something for 6.30. Well, I look forward to these. I don't I like, know how I like, much. I like deep thinking conversations. He really sort of is. I mean, he went back to, as he said, his... What did he say? He went back to his indigenous tribe to find his family history. All right. Uh, and I forget. I, I don't remember. It was North or South Dakota. One of those places. He went and spent time there. Like, he is. He's Native American? He's, I well, as he will say, I mean, unless, I, I don't know. I, it was so confusing. It's confusing. All right. Yes. He is searching for the meaning of life. I, that's probably the best way to put it. Like it. And I think. I could be wrong about this. My guess is you're never going to find it. Because what does it mean, really? But this is life, Jerry. We're this is search- it. We're searching for answers. Right. And by the time you find them, you're gone. <laughs> it's just kind of what it is. We're all just little beings yeah. on the pimple of the ass of the universe. Yep. So. And then you're dead. It's And I will tell you, you know who's really good in this is LaShawn McCoy. A terrific and I don't know whose show this actually is. It seems like it's him, Marshall, and Adam Jones. Jones is kind of just like a wallflower because he doesn't say a whole lot. He just say he doesn't get in the way of this uh, he doesn't. talk. He just kind of chimes in once in a while. Brandon Marshall is very involved. But McCoy seems, if you had to ask me who the host of the show, I would say it's LaShawn McCoy because he takes control of the interview and the conversation. Which Brandon Marshall is this? The wide receiver? Yeah, the one that Boomer used to work oh, okay. with. Yeah. And he's good in it, too. It just it seems like it's LaShawn McCoy's baby. Is this a video podcast yeah. as well? Yeah. It looks they like just, they're sitting in someone's home. Might they be got Kyrie's. microphones in front of them? They have microphones clipped. Lavaliers. Lapel, lavaliers. Yes. Lapel yeah. mics. Yeah, they're on their uh, shirts. Okay. And it's a well, very... Good. And Kyrie talks a lot. It's stuff I've never heard before. Talking about the relationship with LeBron, explaining how and why. And I'm not going to get into all this this morning with the clips, but explain if you're interested in Kyrie, I would suggest watching it. Explaining how and why he uh, wanted to be traded from Cleveland, how he learned about the media killing him for wanting to be traded when he was in China at the time. It really is pretty wild. It's good stuff. Talk I, I might listen to this myself, Jerry, on the ride home. Yeah, I. you might actually be into it. Yeah, I, I do like uh, deep thinking. This is Kyrie. very deep thinking. Kyrie. Like, Kyrie? The beginning of it is them spreading sage on one another Oh, to cleanse themselves. I like it. Uh, Let's cleanse ourselves, Jerry. Why don't we do that here? If you want. I Get mean, some sage and cleanse me. That, to me, about makes about as much sense about getting rid of your clothes to make you feel better. Ay, ay, ay. I'll get nude, Jerry, and you'll cleanse me with sage. I'm not doing anything with you, nude. All right. Your call. <laughs> right. Did you see the uh, Nestor Cortez story yesterday? I saw the story. I have not seen the deleted tweets. I have. I looked at them, Jerry. I did some research. He was 17, right? Yeah, which is so weird because I don't know if it's the Nestor Cortez mustache <laughs> that makes him appear to be uh, 38, a father, a father figure, 38-year-old. Yes. But the fact that, like, in 2013 he was in high school seems very bizarre to me. <laughs> Tell me about right? it. Right? Yes. He seems like a man. I know. An elder statesman. <laughs> I would think he's the same age as CC Sabathia. I know. I know. <laughs> but Nestor Cortez, some jackass uh, dug up some high school a tweet by Nestor Cortez and put them out there. Right. Uh, he was using the N-word, Jerry. Okay. Although he appears to be quoting uh, I, I saw lyrics right. or using it as a term to, for his uh, friends, that right. his close friends. So he doesn't seem to be using it in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But he said, he looked at his tweets and he said they're unacceptable. He couldn't believe they were out there. And uh, he's deleted his Twitter account for now. He's going to clean up his Twitter account so no old stuff when he was a child tweeting is out there. To me, this is not a big deal. 
Yeah, it's it's a kid. Yeah. Quote rap lyrics. Yeah, I'm I'm the trying hell, Jerry? I'm trying to again, I spent all my time on Kyrie Irving. I'm trying to yeah. actually read this stuff now very quickly. I'm trying to see where I saw it. Maybe the New York Post had a screenshot of them or something. Yeah. Um I'm you know what's weird though about old tweets? When you change your profile picture on Twitter, it mm-hmm. changes it for all your tweets. Okay. So like let's say Nestor Cortez when he was in high school had a picture of him in high school tweeting. Right. Now you look back on those tweets. And it looks like it was recent. Is that what you're saying? It's mustached Nestor Cortez who looks like a 38-year-old man. Yeah. So it looks weird. But I would I don't say know. it looks very strange. He's a high school. You know, the high school kids are so stupid. Jerry, I was quoting Ozzy well, Osbourne lyrics when I was in high school. I would no, hate for those to resurface right about now. I know, and I also know how influential music is. Yeah. Especially for a 14 or 15 or 16-year-old. Not excusing it, but it, 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 you hear the music over and yeah. over and over again. Like, I can see how a teenager would would do that. And, and I'm just looking through some of these now, and I see what you mean. Yeah. There's nothing, there's not a, um, there's no intent there. It's more, not friendly, that's not the right word. It's more uh, supportive in a lot of yeah. cases from some of these tweets. Yeah, they're not. He's right. He's using the word as, instead of using friend, he's using the word in, uh, it's. Yeah. Right, when you look at it, you don't go, look how mean this guy is attacking no. people. He's, yes, using a racial slur, but it's his friends. Like, he's literally talking about his buddies and in a lot of these cases. And using the lyrics from songs. Right. Which on gets top very of it. cloudy, Jerry. It gets very confusing. Very cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. When did this break yesterday? Because this I don't was know. this was not during our show. No, it was not. It was the early afternoon. No, it Maybe was two, early afternoon. Uh, three. O'clock. Just Google it. I, Google I, I it. could. I was watching Kyrie Irving. Stop yelling. I saw it like two or three o'clock in the afternoon when I was having my uh, at mid afternoon apple. Oh, not dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner's at four thirty. Got it. <laughs> I was having my my mid afternoon snack. I, I actually thought about you yesterday because I had one of the dinners for, uh, dinner of champions yesterday. Oh, what'd you have? A bag of goldfish. <laughs> nope. See, they're on the band list. I know they're on the band list. I had nothing else to eat, and so that's what I went with: a bag of goldfish. I had a bottle of water. I had good intentions. And then someone might have left me a beer. Oh, beer. Which I don't think is on the list either. What kind of beer did you have? Uh, Miller Lite. Oh, I love a Miller Lite. I like the Miller Lite. Yes, and this is going to sound so stupid because it's the same beer. I like the Miller Lite out of the bottle, though, more than the can. I agree. This was out of the can. It was still good. A can, like when you're drinking a beer out of a bottle, you feel classy. You're drinking it out of a can, you feel like a college kid. Maybe. Well, yes and no. Not when you have the Heineken Lite out of a can. They have the, the the taller, thinner cans. I don't know why. You feel better about that? I do. Yeah, I do. So yeah, I thought that I was, thought of you yesterday when we were at Cornhole. We had our playoffs last night. Yeah, and I was eating goldfish out of a bag in lieu of dinner. You were looking live at the Cornhole playoffs. Yeah, well, one championship didn't even finish. Oh wow! Game we got to, got to finish up next week. It got suspended because of time. Uh, that is correct. So yeah, Team Fallon won last night. First time champions. Good job, which was by Kind them. of cool. And Team I'm blanking Fallon. out on who else won, and I feel bad about that. Team Shavolsky, I think, it was came not back Team Shavolsky. Come won. on now, that was the B. I'm trying to think who won the C. I'll figure it out, and I'll congratulate them on the other side. We got to take a break. All right. It's 25 in front of 6. We've got Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. All right, coming up at a quarter to 6, it is Alan Jerry with you to the top. We get you to Boomer and Geo. We've got an action-packed Tuesday. you got two Met games today. you got the Yankees probably going to bludgeon the Orioles. You realize the Yankees are 19-3 and in their last 22 games? I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, pretty damn good. I think they've matched their start from 1998. Is that right? When they won how many games? 114 games in the regular season. It's a lot of games, Jerry. It's a lot of wins. Yeah, they won one. They won 125 that year. When you include the postseason, out of 162, Jerry, that's pretty well. No, no, no. With the with the postseason. Oh, with involved. the postseason. So yeah, more they than were one one fourteen in the regular season. All right. And then if you do the math very quickly, 60, 46, 48. So they were one fourteen and forty eight in the regular season, and then they won their eleven games in the postseason. Pretty good. Would you say that's pretty good, Jerry? This is pretty good. Or would you say it's pretty good? That's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Very Jerry's impressive. Seventy three year old Ric Flair has scheduled his final wrestling match. Whoa. Now, 
First of all, Ric Flair has not wrestled since 2000. Because he's 73. 11. Yes, because even in, he was 62 back then. Right, that's 11 years ago. Now, I'm surprised it was even that recent. Sadly, and this feels somewhat sad to me, 73-year-old Ric Flair, one final match is going to be on July 31st on an independent wrestling card. means not WWE, not AEW, not anything you ever heard of. So what is it? He's just going to wrestle an as-yet unnamed opponent. Now, will this opponent be in his 70s? No. I bet he wrestles somebody. Don't tell me someone in their 20s or 30s. Don't. I don't know. You, you can't. Well, it's got to be. It can't be anybody in AEW or WWE. They wouldn't be allowed to wrestle on the independent circuit. Okay. But it's got to be somebody with a name. So somebody who. Well, isn't he the name? Well, he's the name, but you got to wrestle somebody who is sort of you've heard of. Okay. Where's Taz? Oh. That would be well, cool. Well, he's AEW. He couldn't get oh, involved. Oh, so he can't. Okay. But um, it is going to be a live-streamed uh, pay-per-view of some sort. Not buying it. No, I'm not buying it either because I know that video will surface. But just one more time for the great Ric Flair to come down in that robe, Jerry. To and then de-robe and see all his saggy breasts. Reveal himself <laughs> in his robe. Yes, he does have saggy breasts right now. Do you think right he's now. doing HGH right now and no, testosterone? No, I don't think. I think he's fine. I think he's all right with where he is. Mm-hmm. And he'll do a couple of flare chops, Jerry. He'll figure four leg lock somebody into Can submission. Can 72 still do that? I hope so. Can he do a pile driver? At he wasn't 72. a big. I don't think he was a big pile driver guy, Jerry. He was more of a. He was a technical wrestler too. He'd figure four leg lock you, arm bar you, that sort of thing. That sounds so, like MMA. Can he? All right. Can he do this? Can he whip you across the ring? Oh yeah. Off the ropes and then whoosh. hundred percent. Yes, he could do that. Seventy two years old. Yeah, seventy three. Seventy three. So holy uh, smoke! You know my grandparents didn't live to seventy three. Think, and this guy's out there wrestling. I think my dad is 70. Let's see. Maybe your dad could wrestle him. Oh, if I could get my dad to fight Ric Flair, it'd be yeah, so Rick awesome. Yeah, Ric Flair against Dad Dukes. Yeah. Woo. Woo. <laughs> yeah. When he does the woo, yeah. when he comes out for this final match, does he have enough woo in him for I think it to he sound does. like, or is it literally a pathetic no. woo? Jerry, he could, he, uh, as the great Toby Keith said, I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Yeah, that's not going to be the case for this. So I'm he sorry. can get one more. Yeah. Bring it from the diaphragm, Jerry. Deep down in the diaphragm and a woo, and it'll be terrific. Can I ask you this question? All right. How many people will go see this live? Uh, it'll be in a very small. Actually, it's in Nashville. Okay. So I don't know how many people. It's Ric Flair's final match. I in think. one of the bars where they have uh, rock no, music in the back? No, it'll be in a small... Gathering. Like, where? I've bar. been to Nashville. Where would they I do this? Know. A little convention center? Ooh, maybe a VFW. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Don't mock Ric Flair. I'm not mocking. He's 73. He shouldn't do this. Wasn't he almost dead two years ago? He did almost pass away, yes. Yeah, so, what are back, we doing? Because he's back and he's he, ready to right, go. Let me ask you this Chomp. Is he broke? No. I don't think then he's broke. Then, what are we doing? Honestly, just be Although, a wrestling you know ambassador. He was one of these guys who spent his money. While so he, he could be broke. He was living it up, yeah. That's sad. He did used to take private planes. I did see a documentary somewhere with this where he was taking private Like, he would get a paycheck, take that paycheck, and immediately get a private plane to go party and then go on to the next city. So he was li- he was limousine riding, Jerry. He had the diamonds. Right. He had all the fine ladies. So he lived. So this is one of those guys that thought like wrestling would be there forever, and he'd still be wrestling yeah. at seventy. Oh, uh, oh, that's right, he yeah, is. Right. He probably, thought, you know, a lot Lord. of these guys think they're going to live short lives. Uh, yeah, I understand, so I get up. it, but then you're seventy three and you're broke and right. you're going back in the ring, correct? For a paycheck, what do you that's think he right. makes for that paycheck? Uh, Make fifty grand? No, because it's small independent. So why are we doing 10 it? Ten grand. Top. Ten grand. Tops. He can't go make ten grand signing things at certain events. He could, but he wants to wrestle. It's about the wrestling. It's not about. It's the about money. ego. It's about the ego, Jerry. I understand. He wants the attention. I know people like that. I don't know anyone. <laughs> I'll use Jerry Sean McVay's fiance. Yeah. My fiance, Veronica Komen, I believe is how you say okay. it. She's a hot box of rocks. She's a hot box of rocks. She, right. is, uh, she is from the Ukraine, Jerry. 
and she has now put Vladimir Putin toilet paper in her home. Well, that's got to be coarse. Well, it's no, it's a it's regular toilet paper, but it's got Vladimir Putin's face. It's got to be coarse. He's got paint in the toilet paper. Right. Right. Which is very bad for your sphincter. That's what I'm saying. But it's also bad. Ink up there. No good. Right. They also say I've heard uh, doctors say don't even use toilet paper with coloring. Like you know, some toilet paper is green. Some toilet paper. No, I don't actually. They used to definitely uses green toilet paper. When I was a kid, you would match the color of your toilet paper to your bathroom. Who did that? There was pink toilet paper. There was a uh, light green. There was light blue toilet paper. That's news to me. It's very bad for the dyes. Are very in the Duke's house. You had yeah, colored toilet we did paper for a little while. Uh, but you're right, Jerry. The ink is bad for your sphincter. Cannot be good for anything. It's not good for you. Which is why I guess you don't really see it very often. But that hilarious toilet paper, like people had Donald Trump toilet paper. It's more of a. It's a gag gift. It's a gag. You're not really supposed to put that in, uh, rub that up against your butt. You know what's so so crazy is I remember when my dad was my dad yeah when my dad was turning forty, so I was probably in around I guess twelve yeah right twelve thirteen something like that. I remember my mom doing a surprise fortieth for him and buying all that gag crap. Yeah, hilarious over the hill stuff. I'm not forty eight. You're forty eight. You're eight years past that. That's terrible. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right. You're way past that, Jerry. Oh, my God. My 50th's coming up soon. This is not yeah. good. Well, I'm past that. I know you are. You're closer to 60 than 40 now. I am. Sports Illustrated will have four covers, Jerry, for their... I'm not interested. I'm Me not. neither. It's enough. You're really not going to be... How about this? Here's the four covers. This is for what? The swimsuit issue? Yeah, which has zero buzz anymore. It's over. Zero All buzz. Right. Is there anything... I mean, I saw you put the SI cover. I didn't see, yeah. read anything else. What, so what is it? Kim Kardashian. Who I love now. Me too. After watching her with Letterman. Agree. Who... Now they're going for somebody who's very popular, so maybe they'll sell some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ciara... Russell okay. Wilson's wife. Okay. Fine. fine. Good looking gal, Jerry. Yeah, Connection sure. to sports. I mean, Yumi New, who is a, uh, she is a um, plus size model. Okay. Chubby Chaser. No, no, no. And how about this one, Jerry? Elon Musk's, this is true, 74 year old mother. Why? Maeve, May Musk. She's going to be on one of the covers. On one of the covers. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we doing? I don't know. Sports <laughs> Illustrated, what are we doing? They dropped the ball a long time ago with the, with their Now, their very smart with Kim Kardashian. Right. Because if you saw the Letterman thing like I did. Yes. When he said, how much do you get for an Instagram post? He goes, you're making 750000 And she's like, uh, no more. <laughs> oh, my God. For an and Instagram then she's post. like, no, nah, I don't talk about money. But clearly, oiled buns and cavernous crack. Maybe, but those buns and cavernous crack make yeah. a fortune for because she is some influencer. Yes. So if you're Sports Illustrated, very smart on their part to do that. I get that. Elon Musk's mom. I mean, okay. I mean, maybe she's who was the uh, blanking out? Was it Halle? Not Halle Berry. I mean, she's gorgeous too in, in her fifties. But there was one I saw couple of weeks ago i could not believe she was 56 and i'm blanking out on who it was absolutely stunning yeah i'll try and find it during the break let's take a break uh i gotta get to the odyssey sports minute by the way i forgot the cc flight champions last night those are my cousins <laughs> oh they're the winners <laughs> team dowies yes they won last night too so dowies won last night in fallon and we got the a championship still to be determined all right it is uh 552 when we come back one final story and i'll get you who else i'm talking about elizabeth hurley that's who it is that's who it is. 56 awesome. years old. She looks like she's, her body looks like she's still in her 20s. Yeah. And now people always photoshopped. Okay, maybe, but it still looks pretty damn good. I yeah, can't she's photoshop beautiful. me. I'll still look like a pig. I'm going to check out her Instagram right now, Jerry. There you go. All right, Odyssey Sports Minute. It is Amy Lawrence. Uh, this boy, Phil Mickelson. I don't know what he's doing. So it's on Phil. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got about a minute to go. Boomer and Geo. Then Yankees win again. Mets doubleheader coming up today. We got to wait another day for the Rangers. Every once in a while, Jerry, when something comes across on Twitter, I like to predict everybody's 
bad Twitter jokes sure. and then go to see how long it takes to. So yesterday I saw Deshaun Watson is yeah, uh, yeah. going to meet with the NFL in Texas. And then Deshaun Watson is also going to bring his Browns offensive teammates to the Bahamas to bond. So, of course, it was just all terrible. Will they be getting massages? It's <laughs> a little oh, predictable, is it I not? I just wanted to choke everyone. I wanted to put everyone in a headlock, Jerry. Not for nothing. If he had a sense of humor, as soon as they get off the plane right. and they get to the resort, you got chairs lined up yeah. on the beach. Good news, I'm flying in a bunch of massage therapists. Well, I didn't say that. I'm just saying you could send them for their massages as soon as you get to the resort. That's true. True, Jerry. I see the Islanders have a new head coach. This guy looks exactly like I would I would think a... WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1 New York. An Odyssey station.